Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, my angel. Mary Redzinski, my angel. Hi, how are you? What's happening? It's Wednesday. It sure is, isn't it? It's scary, but it comes every week. And uh, I don't know, this train's picking up steam, Sarah. I don't like it. I don't feel good about it. I um, know, as you can see, I've chosen to wear my Math Soul shirt tonight. You're wearing your very cute Are You My Podcast shirt. You can get them at the link in our Instagram bio. We have a lot of, we have a no thank you shirt. We have really cute shirts if you want to buy one to support rock your, they're, they're, they, we have all the options for everyone. Um, cause I'm feeling real, I'm feeling real maths holy tonight. I'll tell you that. And maybe I have my period. Maybe I don't, doesn't matter. I still feel that way. Yeah. I was feeling so maths whole that I had to go with a, just a classic, are you my podcast tea? Because I'm feeling shook. I'm feeling slightly betrayed by this whole process. Um, <laughs> Much, much not unlike most of the women on the show. Just a lot's going on. So, oh, a lot is going on. And uh, just remember that we, speaking of a lot going on, uh, as we posted last week on our Are You My Podcast Instagram, we did a little sneak peek so that you know when we do go over to bonus overtime, we are still talking about this on Thursdays. It's a real thing that happens because we can't stop. So, uh, join us there on Patreon after this. It's only $7 a month and you get bonus material every Thursday, along with every Sunday, you get just a random fun episode, not married at first sight related, really takes the takes the angst out for the beginning of the week for you. And they're super fun. And there's so a lot of content is there and you get access to everything that we've ever done, which is a lot. Um, anyway, <laughs> and uh, I have some dates coming up, sarahcolona.com. I'd love to see you in Batavia, Illinois, Tulsa, Fort Worth, Lowell, Arkansas, Mary and I together in Louisville in Louisville. June. Yeah, which sounds far away and it's not at all far away. Um, uh, I don't think they've put the tickets up. I've known, I've said, I've heard people say that, but uh, they will eventually. It is confirmed. So it's like, uh, now I forget the dates, but they're on my website, sarahcolona.com. Keep up with us, maryredzinski.com. All the things were fun. All of the things we are fun. This is the part where I'm still so sort of shook that I just repeat words you say. But yes, Sarah, stay caught up with us. Um, I just, I can't drink enough wine on a Wednesday night. I'm going to be honest with you. It's starting to really affect me. Well, it's really, I don't, listen, Married at First Sight. Hi. H- how many times have I told you guys? I, I, I for the most part, keep my drinking to the weekends. Mm-hmm. And Wednesdays really put a put a put that to the test. Okay. Every once yes. in a while I just go, all right, I, I'm just gonna need a glass for the girls, basically. And nice. now for everybody, I, I don't even I have so many thoughts. Where who do you want to start with? Oh my God, Sarah. Uh let's let's start with Chloe and Michael because I just it's it's a thing, but we're going to end up going back to it. And let's just start there. Okay. I mean, listen, I get it. I've said it a million times. I understand that it's a lot to live with someone. If you go on my Instagram, Sarah Colonna one, I just recently posted 
a joke I have about my husband retiring and me realizing he's going to be home all the time and how that makes me feel. Okay. Um, I saw that by the way. I really, really (laughs) enjoy that a whole bunch. The best is me make like putting it together, putting the clip together uh, from that show and then showing it to, I mean, John was there. He knows the material. It's all good. He gets it. He understands my sense of humor. He knows I love him. Well, he knew what he signed up for when he married you, you know, he wasn't going to, he was not going to get away unscathed from your material. So (laughs) But the best is me showing him the clip. Like, this looks good, right? And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, I love it. Anyway, I I do understand that it's a lot. I understand that. But at the, but at the same time, it, it's 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 eight weeks, and you're not get. And there's there are less than eight weeks now. I did finally see what we've been wondering. Um, it looks like their decision day will be like episode either 22 or 23. So everyone else's decision day is 20. And then I saw Maf's fan posted. So it looks like they are going to get a little bit longer. I don't know how much time that is in real time, but at least they get a little bit longer. But yeah. if she, I mean, she, it said day eight of marriage for them. And yeah. she was already holding up at home for several by herself. I mean, I love that you just <laughs> said it that way because that was the, <laughs> that's what got me like when she sort of dropped it on Michael and I thought okay yeah she's gonna go take an evening you know she's gonna maybe go go to the gym on her home you know her original side of town whatever the case may be she's like yeah I'm a I'm gonna go for the next couple of days basically TBD not sure when I'll be back I mean I was very surprised by that and so was Michael it seemed <laughs> It did seem, and again, she. Sorry to just be so team Michael, but also not at all because he's so patient, so understanding about it. Um, we find out later that that he, that they're worried. Uh, you know, his friends say he can be a people pleaser, and then Chloe starts to think, "Oh shit!" Which I liked that at the end. She actually realized, "Oh, if he's a people pleaser, has he just been allowing me to have meltdowns and just?" And and being cool about it, right? And not thinking about himself, but he seems more self aware, uh, and even admitted that he thought, no, if if this the stuff that I have taken on so far, I can handle is kind of what they got to at the end, right? But yeah. she's paired with someone who's very understanding. I know she understands that and appreciates it. I just I'm concerned. I'm concerned. And I also came up with another drinking game. Um, every time Chloe says that she's an introvert, oh you will God. brown out by probably, I would say the, I don't know, se- beginning of the second half. I get it. You're an introvert. And I'm not saying that this process- Yeah, you get it. She's an introvert because you've heard it 67 fucking well, times this episode. Yeah. And I don't want, I, you know, contrary to what most think about me, I'm an introvert. I mean, I know, I know you're kind of an introvert. It's we do this, but then also yes. we need time by ourselves and we're not, you know. And so I understand in this process, she doesn't get to pick and choose and she's an introvert, but also like maybe don't sign up for this fucking show. You know, I know, I know that we say this, but how many times do people go on here and act surprised? And and she says she's an introvert about as many times as she says, you know, you can't prepare for this. You can't prepare for this. You cannot prepare for this. 
process. Well, you can. You can watch seasons one through 16 and you can <laughs> take some fucking notes, okay? Because this isn't new. This, these are not new problems that you're having. Um, I'm just kind of, you know, kind of over it, Sarah. Someone's okay? sassy and I like it. Yes, I am. <laughs> I uh, No, I agree with you. There is no world where we don't understand it's overwhelming to A, spend a lot of time with someone. Mary and I are both people who who lived alone for a very long time and didn't meet our better or even halves until <laughs> um, I like that. Until uh, we were uh, past in our, well into our thirties and started sharing space with them, and then went, "Oh my God, we have to share space now." We, we I get everything. I understand it's way heightened that you've got cameras and a process and all the things, but it is what it is, and. Yeah. To, I was think I literally had the same thought about the introvert thing. I mean, not the drinking game, but I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't be able to do this podcast right now. I know, I um, know. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> yeah, I didn't out. start. Pl- I don't. Um, I didn't start playing tonight either, to be honest. And to your point, we are both in. Yeah, I actually am an introvert, even though what I do for a living doesn't seem that way. But as far as getting over, I mean, maybe I don't even know the definition to be honest with you. Because, but it, as far as getting overwhelmed by a lot going on around me or having people in my space. Uh, I relate to all of that. I I can't say that more, but at some point you got to put your big girl pants on. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And, and, you know, and, and I was really trying to think through it. Me, it's probably easier to take a dump on Chloe a little bit because she's paired with Michael and that's, it's just, that's what you do. You see the two people, you're like, which one's causing a problem? <laughs> just so <laughs> happens that it's Chloe. You know, I have nothing against the woman. She seems, no, no, she, she seems, seems lovely. Great. Yeah. But just maybe, maybe this show, you know, might, maybe there's other options. You know, I, I, it just, maybe there's a reason she wasn't first cast. Po- possibly. Yeah. And maybe it's when possible. the experts went and, uh, dug someone else up out of the trenches. They still <laughs> didn't do proper research. I don't know. I just feel, no. um, I, 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 again, I really do get it. And I personally wouldn't be able to do it, which is why I never have, which is why right. I've right. never done a reality show. That's why you and, said, I, th- I always think about you. You said no to a reality show opportunity yes. because you know that you would have become the person that people like you and I would just spend our time talking shit about. Oh, everyone would have hated me. It was, again, I don't know if it was a direct offer, but they at least asked my agents about my interest very highly. And it was a celebrity big brother. And I was like, I would end up, I've told the story before, but I'll repeat it for everyone now. I said, I would end up in the diary room crying every night (laughs) and people would think I was the biggest loser in the world. And uh, I saved myself from that. Sometimes you got to know certain things about yourself. Okay. Yes. And now am I saying um, w- that she came into this with the great intentions? Yeah, obviously she did. I believe she did. I don't find her to be someone who's on this for anything other than actually to try to find someone to get married. But again, I, this was, I was watching Love is Blind the other day. Okay. Because I am. I'm garbage. That's it. I'm just a well, garbage I saw your, human. I saw your song. Is that where your song came from? 
that you Oh, my God. Because and that was a moment. Okay. Yes. Yes. It was. I mean, they're just trying to outdo Married at First Sight with their songs. Um, but they, I, I posted something about this. There's a, a girl on there right now who I very much believe she doesn't have any friends that didn't just say to her, don't, this isn't for you. Yeah. Don't do this. You're, you're too, where you're, you're way too insecure. And that is not a criticism. A lot of people have a lot of insecurities. I have tons of insecurities. Mary has insecurities. Everyone tons. has insecurities. <laughs> tons. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just talk about them all this episode if you want. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought, guys, nobody said to her, you're very insecure in relationships. This isn't going to be good. This isn't going to yeah. be good. It's too much. And I want people to start doing that for other people. And I'm, I'm not saying Chloe's insecure, but I swear to God, if I heard the word overwhelmed uh, again too, I just, it, it just seems, I don't know how she would handle a marriage because she's with the most understanding person. So I'm, I'm alarmed and maybe it's just because it is him. Maybe just because yeah. we think he's, he's a great communicator and all those things and that we find him great doesn't mean that he's the right person for her. I totally understand that. So right. I understand questioning all of this. I guess I just don't understand not you got to dive into the process. Now, by the end of the episode, she seemed like she was getting back on track. So yeah, yeah. The space seemed to have helped. I get that. I just, and this is where I start to question like the whole, the actual show and the filming where, okay, I know that they, they, there were, you know, the cameras are around a lot and they have these outings or these, you know, sort of staged conversations and yada, yada. There's got to be some free time. You could go sit in the shower by yourself. You know what I mean? Have a good cry. Maybe go to the gym. We witnessed, you know, uh, uh, Orion, Lauren went to the gym when she needed a few you know, a few mins to herself. I how so was I guess the gym? how was how the was gym? the gym? How was the um, gym? Yeah, I agree with that. And why didn't we find out that Brennan takes six hour showers when he wants yeah. to get away from Emily? Okay, Ugh, Robin one I mean, out just, probably. It makes me sick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> probably not great. It's probably not great for the environment. A lot of water wasted, but at least yeah. Um, I, I know. I mean, I again, I get it. There is a lot of pressure around the filming and all of these things. And I, and in to to the, it, I wouldn't even. I can't even really relate to it. I understand that, but it just does seem, um, it's a, it's just alarming. I don't just, know. It's it, this guy has been left at the altar wearing a fucking crown, and then still jumped and was polite about that, and then jumped back in with both feet. And and is being polite about someone else going. Yeah, I was just with you for three whole days, and now I got to get out of here. I mean, for a few too, like you said, yeah, not for an yeah. afternoon, not to decompress. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and the first couple nights she was going to bed at seven thirty to get away from him. Remember? <laughs> so I, it's just I mean, um, it's, it's five just, p.m. Why are you? Why do you have your pajamas on? What do you? I thought we got along. What's happening? It's just—it's just all bad. It just seems all bad. It's not—it's not great. I mean, I did sort of—I liked their their uh, housewarming. I liked the '90s theme. 
you know, I think we're at both of an age where we, we really appreciated that. Um, yes. Her friend Caesar's great. I like him a lot. Love. I know she grabbed drinks with him. I think he's a truth teller. I think he's probably the one behind the scenes after that dinner when Peps rolled up and told her, you're it, kind of, um, that he was probably like, oh, no, this is not for you. But <laughs> He just seems like he's he's probably a very good friend. And that when but yeah, before the party when they when she met up with him and she's like, Yeah, I took some time and you know, it turns out that I just really don't have any concerns about him. And Caesar's so like, Well, that concerns me. That gives me a red flag <laughs> that you don't have any concerns about this stranger that you just met. Um, so that I like him for her. I like that she has a good friend. Yeah, and he seems of course he is. He might be, he's a little look, he, he was, he almost thought, well, is Michael too big, good to be true kind of thing too. He's all skeptical, but he's skeptical for his friend. And I get yeah. that. He definitely, uh, when they met, when they met up, the song that they picked was really like, it was for Caesar, I felt, because it was very, it was so, it was the only joyful moment of this whole episode, to be honest with you. Hold your head up. To the sky, life and easy, but it's all right. Keep on going, <laughs> don't think twice. Spread your wings and learn to fly. And oh, I Sarah, liked it. I could tell you liked it. For for those of you, everyone besides me who can't see Sarah perform these, it isn't just it isn't just the the soul and the voice. It, she's got shoulders into it hits a little bit she's really getting into it and it's my favorite my math souls are bouncing around your, yeah your your math souls are up and down you were really feeling it and i love that for all of us it reminded me of a of a good one direction song that's what it sounded ah, a little bit okay like. and right. maybe that's because chloe loves boy bands the boy she's band an, yeah yeah not an introvert when she's hanging out with boy bands right no um well, Jaeger helps with that too, you know. Yeah. And also being uh, 21 and full of hope, as she said. So, by so the way, true. we, <laughs> which we can relate to, Chloe, believe us. Um, she, we were on the pot when she mentioned that, and we were kind of um, making Confused. fun of how she just dropped that and, and just said, sort of, how, yeah, in Orlando, that's what happens. Actually, a lot of people in our group, are you my podcasters, by the way? It's a, wonderful group and I police it uh, and I'm going to start policing it more. So keep your shit tight in there. Okay. Um, she, it's a few people actually chimed in and they were like, we didn't know that you didn't know it's a thing and or that you guys would think it was weird until we listen. And of course it's weird, but in Orlando, that's just kind of a thing. Like there is at that time, there was a lot of boy band action going around. Right. Yeah. They said it way better than that, but I forgot all of it because I started (laughs) thinking about that song again. And so anyway, but you get it. So uh, when Chloe said this was kind of a thing in Orlando when you're in college at that point, it's apparently pretty true. Yeah. The context was helpful. You know, a little bit of context would have helped me during the episode. Um, And then we could have just saved that breath for, for other things to pick apart. But, you know, it was normal to a lot of people. I, uh, I am not saying Michael is too good to be true, but I could see how maybe if there is one thing that could potentially be slightly annoying would be that it's hard to find things wrong with him. The guy picked out philanthropic 
pizzas, okay, for their yeah. get together. Pizzas yeah. with a cause, as yeah. as Chloe pointed out. And I got to be honest, I have a lot of bad habits. I feel like 30 minutes, him and I hanging out, we would just shake hands and part ways. I mean, he's he's got a lot of a lot of positive around him. He, he would he would say I can't I can't I can't do this Mary I can't yeah. I can't be around yeah. this negative this level of negativity I think yeah. he'd find you very entertaining I think well he would probably say I can't believe uh, you look at it that way that's entertaining to me that's what I think he would say Well yeah you're right he would say the perfect thing and then it would just get it would be like a worm, wormhole but uh, yeah I'd never I'd never been aware about food with a cause that might make me feel better when I'm binge eating something if I find out that they contribute to a local shelter or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that was awesome. And I'm glad they, sh- I think it was called sexy pizza. I want to say. Yes. If we can I read that yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you're in that area order from them. They, they give to a good cause. Um, it's yeah. Well, it's so funny because she kept saying he was, he's an extrovert and I know that he, it dresses uh, with some flair and is, but I don't find him extreme. It's not, I don't know. I guess I don't even find him that much of like an extrovert. He seems very calm and not that extroverts aren't calm, I guess, but he just has this, his demeanor to me is just very even keeled. I think personally. I, I agree. I think it probably would behoove both of us to Google the definition of introvert and extrovert, but that's the beauty of Are You My Podcast. We like to wing it and we stand by being half wrong most of the time. Yes. Uh, I mean, I I, I pretty much know what the, yes, but the exact qualities, of course not. We don't know. And so we're just going to disagree about both of them just because we can't. Right. But I'm, I, I do see him as, as, if he is an introvert to Chloe's, or excuse me, an extrovert to Chloe's introvert, it's, I think it's that he just handles um, the social situations without getting as overwhelmed because he doesn't come off as what in my brain an extrovert would be, like a, a very out there sort of uh, look at me, look at me type of person. But maybe that's not the definition. I don't know. Don't care. It just kind of says outgoing person, but, yeah. And, and which I guess he is, but uh, I mean, it doesn't. I guess it's it's uh, semantics aside about what it all means. That what we're really saying is, it seems they don't seem that far off. Yes. In in Thank in personal in in their in their levels of of how they uh, talk publicly or to other people or you know it's not wild, like kind of what we mentioned a couple of weeks ago when she said something about if they walk into a restaurant and people are like, oh my God, what's going on over there? Was like, that threw me. And right. because I don't see that. I mean, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not walking in and like, like Mr. Kool-Aid fucking <laughs> breaking yeah. down the wall and like, I don't know. Boots and <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just, I don't know. I, I just think Maybe it is, maybe she's overwhelmed by the fact that she, I think she's attracted to him because when they were kind of flirting, getting ready for that hip hop party and they had the whiskey out and whatnot. Oh yeah. Yeah. That seems like it might be going somewhere. Well, and and if it didn't go anywhere that night with the whiskey and the tequila, I'm pretty sure they 
maybe touched private parts in the bathroom at that boxing gym because who oh boy, uh, yeah. she was really feeling it. And I think a lot of us were. Yeah, she <laughs> she was really um, very impressed with his boxing skills and his uh, athleticism and uh, his manliness during all of that. And they kept cutting to her and it was pretty entertaining. And I, again, I don't really have a, a, a handle on whether or not attraction is any kind of issue for her. I know that obviously with the, at the beginning with the earrings and skirt, she kept mentioning that stuff and that was throwing her off. And I understand, okay, for her that it was not processing. Okay. Whatever. That's fine. Everyone has their own thing that they're attracted to or not. I, not my business, but, um, they're the, the way he treats her seem and the way he is physically and the way he seems to definitely be squashing most of those issues for her. Right. Oh yeah. 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 If he had taken her to the boxing gym, which that's not what it's called, but I'm going to call it that. Uh, it was, was it? Well, if, if he had yeah. taken her there and done a couple of rounds before he put the skirt on, I don't think there would have even been a conversation about the skirt. That's a good point. He should have um, actually changed into one in the, like right before round two or something. And she would yeah. have been like, that's the greatest fucking skirt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the way your balls dangle <laughs> while you're doing a, <laughs> a one-two jab or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, no, I mean, I think he could have he could have walked uh, out of that gym in a prom dress and she wouldn't have given two shits. I mean, I think if anything... Because go back to the beginning of like with the skirt thing and the earrings and it was, oh, feminine qualities and femininity and da, da, da. There's nothing feminine about this guy. He's no. a little eccentric He's with his fashion. He's a little, you know, daring, perhaps. he He's outside of the traditional sort of boxed male, you know, dress at times. But it's like he's not feminine. And I think that, no. that was firmed up tonight. Yeah, he's just not. He, I mean, he's not a meathead. Okay, uh, that's okay. Right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, fine. but it does seem. Yeah, I think a few things might have been firmed up tonight for both of them. So <laughs> I, I did. I started with such frustration, and then and then had hope. And I did really like when in the gym after their night of hanging out with their friends, and she basically said. I'm finding out that you might be a people pleaser. And I've already mentioned this at the beginning, but I'd like to talk about it more. I liked that she basically said, oh, have I been taking sort of advantage of that without knowing, right? right. And um, and she basically thought, oh, shit, it never occurred to me that this person might be just going, okay, and then panicking. When, I, mean, I mean, he had his little dog, Mellow, and sending her photos while she was gone. I know. It's just, Yeah. I they're really they they're two exceptional communicators. I don't know how else to say that. I mean, if she's feeling overwhelmed when she's in the moment with him, she's handling it well. And I think, yeah, that was nice to see at the end of the gym scene there when she, you know, told him that because she's taking accountability. And I think that probably meant if anything, you might have thought like, oh. She is paying attention a little bit. This is not that it's the Chloe show, but you know, she she wants to be she wants us to be a little bit more of an even partnership 
So I like that. I like them. I've, I did have, I do, I did, I do. I don't know. I sort of have hope. I know. And listen to her credit that, that now that you said that it makes me think of another point, even though we started off railing against, um, taking off for, after day eight for however long it was and all these things. I, it is good that she communicates how she feels and she's honest about it. That is good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't know that her biting down and bearing, bear, grinning and bearing it would be any use to either of them. So it's, it's just more about, oh shit, this is another person that doesn't want to really commit to the, <laughs> this process. And, right. um, but I do think it's very good that she communicates how she's feeling and stands behind what she's feeling and, uh, and does what she needs to do. And it's great that she's also like, okay, but I also need to make sure he's getting what he needs. And we're a little more even on that. And so I have a little hope towards the end of them. I do too. I do too. Um, it's not going to last long, but you know, I mean, I, I like that the break did seem to rejuvenate her and she's sort of verbalized. She thinks it helped Michael too, but I would say that too, you know, be like, I took a break, but I think it helped him too. just throw that in there. (laughs) But, um, I do think that in saying that in terms of the show and in terms of this, having the party with their friends, she, they've only been back together for like an afternoon. So we'll see, we'll see. Hopefully she doesn't need another break, you know, in 36 hours. No, but we might. Um, True. Yeah. Speaking of a break, before we go on, we will tell you about our sponsor this episode, Little Spoon. Big fan. One of my friends who has two small children uh, loves this. She used my, uh, she used our code for this and she's obsessed. So Little Spoon um, it helps you eliminate mealtime drama for you and your family. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage. So they have a whole bunch of different things. Uh, one of my friends, one of her favorite thing is the lunchers because they have a, basically it's like a fresh take on an old school classic. And there are these build it yourself lunches, like easy, cheesy pizza, chicken dunkers, protein packed, made with hidden veggies and kids are, her kids are obsessed with this stuff. So I do have some, as you know, I don't have children myself. So I would like to just give you, I'm just giving you a, an honest review from someone else. It's funny you say that my friends as well, because I also don't have children, but there is a four-year-old and a six-year-old that I know that love, love, love the plate specific things that they have for toddlers and big kids. You mentioned making them healthy. My one for, friend's daughter is absolutely obsessed with the mac and cheese, but it's hidden with butternut squash and carrots. Like, hello, can I, I think I'm going to start ordering from this. Is that that allowed? I think we can. Yeah. Cause I mean, seriously, why you, you can't go wrong, but just the range that they have from little ones to older kids, it's perfect and convenient. Yes. Very convenient. Everything is delivered right to your door. The quality is unmatched and you, you got, we got a code obviously. Uh, go to littlespoon.com slash my podcast and enter code my podcast for 30% off your first order. So that's a solid discount. Littlespoon.com slash my podcast. Enter my podcast at checkout. 30% off your first little spoon order. Enjoy, enjoy these wonderful ingredients and snacks and meals and all the things. Um, 
You know what I don't enjoy? <laughs> Tell me, please. I mean, we saw a little bit of Claire and Cameron who mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. are really – I mean, Claire was talking to her mom and for some reason Cameron was talking to Britain. And <sighs> I wanted him to be talking maybe to that um, one of the family mem- – you know, not I know his family isn't here, but he has the, sort of the adopted mom and dad. Oh, yes. And, yeah. I wish he would have been talking to them because it's really hard to to take – him talking to Brennan about a relationship very seriously, but it is what it is. It's what we saw. I mean, Brennan was uh, listening. He seemed very uncomfortable when Cameron's heart rate got up a little bit, but yeah, yeah. He was like, not another medical emergency around me. (laughs) He's like, listen, I'm not an EMT. All right, guys, this isn't, things aren't great. Um, Yeah. I, we got two different things going on with these two, two, two different stories seem to be being told. Yeah, it's it's it couldn't be more opposite. Like I don't even know how to almost comment on them because I don't understand them. And I still I I feel like Claire is being sincere. I th- I find her to be more of a truth teller than him. Okay. But maybe that's because he's also talking to Brennan and I I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. I I don't really have that feeling, but I don't have a feeling either way. I feel like both of them could just be saying what they want everyone to hear, or they could both be telling the truth and they are so out of touch with what the other person thinks or feels. It's just, it's, it's, I, I, I keep harping on this. It's, so I liked that she talked to her mom because her mom, basically she was like, I don't want him. He doesn't want me around right now. And her mom said, listen, uh, I know you like to be there for people, but when I was going through cancer, which obviously, you know, obviously hopefully that means she's okay now. But um, it was, she said, I, I was more of a Cameron. Like I just wanted to sort of get through things on my own. So she could relate it to something for Claire, which I thought was good. Um, and then, and then Brennan asked about Claire being supportive and she, she was like, well, I've just, I haven't really had anything. I've not been doing anything. There's not been much to support. There's no upkeep. She doesn't need to change a bandage or, you know, uh, take me to get my stitches out or anything. So he seemed a little bit less like, nah, but that's not really what Brennan was asking. I think Brennan was, was, I think he could, if she's been talking to him and trying to he, I mean, he could at least say, well, she's been calling me a lot and checking in on me. And I think she's getting free. You know, she feels bad, but there's just nothing for her to do. So he was a little bit more like it came out more negative the way he said it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was weird. But again, I, I, I just, I don't understand how we have seen her on After Party very clearly state that he lied and 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 humiliated her with sex and all these things when she tried to have sex with him and then also and all of that happened before she was having this conversation with her mom right yeah the conversation where she tells her mom that looking He's back the- she's met this amazing human <laughs> who's been so kind unbelievably smart she respects him so much uh he challenges her to think what she loves he calls her out on her shit. And like her mom's like, yeah, you know, you guys really seem to like each other at the wedding. And Claire was like, 
Claire basically said, she did say, I love him as a person. He's the greatest. I just don't think we're husband wife material. So has Cameron heard this? Like, I don't know. And that's why I'm just confused. And I'm really not calling either of them a liar. I, I, I don't have anything to, to go on. I, I don't, I just don't understand. I don't understand how knowing that after party is after all of this is filmed, but knowing that the things that she's bitched about on after party had to have already happened while she's talking to her mom. And then to, to, and to, instead of saying to her mom, I mean, our real, you know, our relationship wasn't great. One time I tried to have sex with him and he, cut, and he basically laughed me off and he told me he's not attracted to me and blah, blah, blah. And all these things. Instead, she's like saying he's the greatest person she's ever met. So does anyone understand why I'm confused? I understand why you're confused because I'm confused for the same exact reason, Sarah. And the biggest takeaway for me tonight was when Cameron was talking to Brennan and he said he needs to understand her because if on decision day she wants to get together, he's going to stay together with her. I was like, what the fuck? And that the balls in her court, yada, yada. But then this is where I feel like there's there's a little more to the story because um, then he says, yeah, he's not going to leave her out to dry, blah, blah, blah. And Brennan, who I haven't really heard give decent advice much, says to uh, Cameron, he says, well, you need to make sure that you understand what she's saying in the moment so there's no confusion. All of this leads me to believe that Brennan knows more about how Claire feels about Cameron from all their tub time horse shit than Cameron does. So I think oh. Brennan knows a ton because, because we've seen like where Claire and Brent, the tub time, tub time, and they all talk and, and where's Cameron, Betty has been in hospital as they say in Australia or, and he's either been in hospital or by himself. He hasn't been around the group. There's no question. Brennan probably knows exactly how Claire feels. Okay, that's a good point and a really good point. And I we have seen that Emily and Claire are obviously close, so he probably knows more from that too. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Right? Not that I think Emily probably keeps 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 a lot of it close to her vest cuz she seems like a solid friend of something that Claire doesn't want her to say she never would, but I just mean I'm sure they've had some conversations right. that are that yeah. So that's a really good point. And that makes, okay. Cause I was, that felt like full of shit to me from Cam for sure. So to your point, yes. like I said, I don't know who's lying about what, or, or, or if they're just so, they both really are having these experiences and they're so off. But like I said, I'm just so confused about all this great person co- conversation. Um, but yeah, that felt like he was, I mean, you're going to, you're going to stay married to someone that you haven't even seen since like, I don't know when the last time they even, they, they hung out for like a couple of weeks. I mean, and then his heart exploded and that's it. I know. They haven't been back on the show. I mean, she, she, I don't even think she made it to visiting hours because he wouldn't pick up the phone, you know, or, or respond to a text. But he's like, you know what? If she wants to spend eternity together, fuck it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm a team player. I mean, it, none of it makes sense. No, and if he really feels that way, okay, and I do believe her when she says she's reaching out to him and whatnot, like that seems like something she would do. And yeah. she's, you know, so um, then why, 
wouldn't you at least be like, yeah, let her come by. You know, we do have a big decision to make in a couple of weeks. So I'll let her come by. I'll just lay here and say, don't get my heart rate up or whatever. And if you can go meet Brennan, you can meet up with Claire for a second. I don't know. Or just she can come over. I don't know. It's all FaceTimer. You can, you can slam the laptop closed if you, (laughs) if your monitor goes off or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. In a world of, uh, of just weird shit that's happened this season. And this is one of the weirdest ones we've had. They almost take the cake at this point, truly, because it's just so bizarre. I mean, they have we they have no relationship, and then they just talk to other people about the relationship and that they don't have. You know, it was sort of. I mean, they the have one, one. Well, they would. I mean, they signed up for one. They're contractually obligated to have one currently. I mean, that's what that's what it feels like. But even they're sort of getting away with murder because they haven't seen each other or spoken, which is kind of genius. Um, when he said, when he was telling Brennan how it confuses him when Claire tells him how sad this all makes her and how she gets really emotional. And an example he gave was how, when he was moving out and she was just really, really sad and emotional, he was like, is it cause I'm moving out and she doesn't want me to go? Or is it because she's emotional? Cause it's just a big moment. And I thought that was sort of telling because it, as much as she's open and clear talking to her mom, I feel like it, it, he could have just asked a straight question and gotten to the bottom of that. I mean, is she stringing him along in some way? I, I have no idea. Well, but that's a good point because he did say, I remember now I for, kind of forgot that he had said that. And then, um, you know, she, I remember her being emotional when he decided to leave and she said, it's just weird. We've spent all this time together and now you're leaving. And I, and I get that. I totally get that feeling of, I know that we're not right. And it actually makes me sad because I like you as a person. And now like, I feel this loss, even though I know it's not right for us to be married. I completely get all of that. So that yes. does seem, so now the stuff she's saying to her mom does, it does seem authentic. I guess I just don't understand where all the stuff that made her so angry and, and, and feel so bad, where all that, does she just forgive it because she knows they weren't right? Is that what it is? Is she like, well, it's just because we weren't right that the whole sex thing was weird and the attraction thing and blah, 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 and all these other things that are, she's bringing up on after party. Is it just that she, she goes, well, I, I, that aside, I like him as a person. I don't know what's yeah. so weird. Or is it that, the, you know, the fact that his heart condition is being treated and he's, you know, thankfully going to be okay now? Or, you know, of course, I get so confused with the timeline. I'm like, was she being nice when she thought maybe he was going downhill? And I don't know. I don't find it. Honestly, Sarah, my, I literally have a headache thinking I, my brain can't do this. Well, let's give you more of one. Let's talk about uh, the other um, person oh. who's taking care of someone, uh, Emily and Brennan, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how, first of all, I understand that they show us previews that maybe are misleading in some way, but I think this is not the first time we've seen it. And he seems to call her negative. I don't know if it's next week or the week after. And boy, does she get upset and I don't blame her. The This entire episode, the only thing he's done is say that she's a trooper in great spirits, taking it just how it's all he said. It is the only thing he said. It's basically all he said for two, three weeks now or whatever. 
It's it's literally the only thing anyone has ever said about her, other than we said she had a she you know gave new meaning to blurred asshole and she likes to party. But uh, the biggest takeaway is how positive this girl is. And I mean, she's laying there with fucking peas on her face, just smiling. Things are great, getting better, stronger. And oh, and when he when he when they do those like um little videos, what do they call it? Like the you know just him taking the little video of them yeah like he's diary like, cams yeah whatever. diary cam i can think when he you know just stronger every day and he's like love it and then like closes the phone it makes me want to just stomp so hard my bones come out of my legs i can't <laughs> wait did you also catch two again listen he seems to be helping out around the house cleaning things getting her <sighs> some frozen peas whatever uh but Drive her, driving her to get her stitches out. And then on after party, that weird conversation about oh. how she had to drive him around while he was getting a car. I mean, to I don't. Audi dealerships. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, what? Like, what is uh, happening? Um, but when I, I, I can't, I can't help it. I, it's, it's just his tone now. And so whether or not it, it's, it's actually what he means. Or I just have this opinion of him that I can't shake now. Um, but when he even said, he goes, so Emily's up and it's, you know, now it's 2.30 in the afternoon. Yes. It felt real judgy. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Um, sometimes when you're injured and you're a tree branch almost goes through your skull. Yeah. And um, your eye, well, I mean, her, that's th- her eye was still so swollen. She had that huge gash. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. I want yeah. to say head so maybe, injury, asshole. Yeah. So they kind of tell you to, to to take it easy, maybe stay in bed. And it just felt like he wanted everyone to know that she didn't get up until 2.30 in the afternoon. And I, for some reason, it made me really want to to yell at the TV. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. I did. I I. I- 2.30, Emily wanted burgers, so that's what we're having. Blah, 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 blah. Like, shut the fuck up. He, what, they gave him a, 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 a one of those wet Swiffers so he could dance around for a few minutes and look like a helper? Get the hell out of here. I can't. Also, throw the bloody parkas out, guys. I know they mentioned they got the bloody parkas dry cleaned. I say start over with new parkas. Treat yourselves. Yes, please. And I, I wish we had a, a code for Parkas, to be honest with you. If I there's know. any Parkas out there, Parkas, uh, Parkas sponsors that want to represent us for the rest of the season, we will definitely use our own code to send Emily, not Brennan, a new Parka. Yeah, a new Park um, too, maybe. Yeah. You think that was like a married at first that you think they were like, ah, those were from our wardrobe department. We're going to need you guys. <laughs> yeah. Be like, listen, <laughs> we've had budget cuts. It's a little tight this season. Uh, I know you had a nice honeymoon. We couldn't afford to send Michael and Chloe with on a second one. We need those parkas back. <laughs> uh, uh, they took her to get her stitches out. And then like right before they showed him cleaning, which I did, by the way, I love for her. I love that she's mm-hmm. like, can you maybe get the dishes? Can you go over there? Can yeah. you? I just felt, I was like, please. Like, I just, the only thing missing was just like one of those really long, like, I don't know, like, the the from the fifties the long cigarette things it's not like yes. she smokes but you know what I'm saying yeah propping her feet up in a pair of slippers and a big bottle of champagne can you get With over there bell. darling <laughs> yeah little bell uh, but they played this song and it was like 
this is my awakening and nothing can break me down. <laughs> and it was so, <laughs> it was amazing. Perfection is what nothing it was. Can, nothing can break her down. And that's true. And so seeing even just the preview that maybe was misleading. It's not. I don't think it's – I mean, she definitely said, are you kidding me? I'm the most fucking positive person there is. And she was crying. So at some point, he clearly says that she's not positive. And the way – instead of crying and uh, the way my hands would have been around his throat and just oh. – and, and then just been like roll tape of every time you said how, how positive I've been over the past couple of weeks. Well, like I've been – first of all, I was married – I'm married to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So other than Lauren, I got the pretty shit end of the stick on this deal. Um, <laughs> and then I, and then a branch went through my head, not to mention our honeymoon when I had to have my uh, my extensions cut out with a tiny pair of eyebrow scissors or whatever. I mean, <laughs> the fact that he's even going to go there, it already has me so angry. At, I'm like, I don't even know if I can watch next week or whatever I, week that airs. I, I'm watching that preview I was trying to run through every, any possible way of it. It could have been edited to just be wrong, but I'm like, no, those are the word. Those words came out of his mouth. I mean, honestly, I, I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious to see the situation, which he thinks he can say that and not get fucking just totally destroyed from people like us. Yeah. I'm, that and then, and you know, and so, okay. And then I think about, she's been clearly on after party, pretty clear about how she feels about Brennan and the things that he says and does. So pretty clear that how she feels about everybody, to be honest, yes. including Keisha, <laughs> including filming, including everything, which is, I'm so here for it is my favorite thing. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but so I would I would almost ask that same question, right, of, well, this episode, she keeps saying all this transformation and it's made them stronger and just keep it going and let's see where it goes. So I was glad that that came up on After Party so she could say, basically, look, I I had a close call and I was seeing things in a different light and I've never had something like that happen to me before and he was the person that was there. I mean, I'm kind of paraphrasing here, but it was confusing to her because she said, um, she wasn't used to him being like that. So she's obviously going, okay, right? Like this is, so that almost makes me think, okay, is that the same thing that, that was happening to Claire in the moments um, on this show? Yeah. That we haven't, we just haven't gotten that explanation from her yet, but is it sort of a similar thing where they're like, yeah, I was saying all these positive, great things. Cause at the, at the time, at these moments, I would, I would feel that way about that person, but now I've been away from the whole process and this is, and he's garbage. I, I think that's going to be some like, in non, not even like not trying to make light of it or, you know, make it funny, but I think that the experience that she went through with the, with the accident and being so in, you know, being told you were, you know, one inch away from dying the stick, you know, I think she's going to have to really work through it's unfortunate that Brennan was the one there with her because I think no matter who was there in that moment, when you're so this vulnerable state and you're like, Oh my God, I could have died. And, and how scary and horrible it was, it would have to fuck with, it'd be a mind game of 
of clinging to him because in that moment he was a safety and a comfort. And then after that, they said, was it on after party or, you know, that her, she, she stayed with Becca for a little bit, but her family wasn't able to come or whatever. So Brennan was a huge, you know, source for her to rely on. And I think that that just sucks because I don't think anything changed between them, but her need and dependency did to no fault of her own. And that had to create some weird twisted emotions for her. And that makes me sad because in order, you know, to process the whole tragedy as it is, but then to throw him into it, it's just, it's so messy. I hate it. Holy Mare Bear psychologist. Okay. Yeah. That was good. Really? Yeah. Don't sound so surprised. But well, it was you know, like, once once was... a year or so I come out with something. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Even a broken clock's right twice. Yeah, right twice a day. Yeah. My dad uh, used to say that. No, I just that is it's it. It's almost it's a I think we're actually watching trauma bonding on her end in real time. Yeah. And She's and when we see her an after party, uh, that party's come to an end. That Trump, that, that yes. bond is broken. Yeah, uh, lights went the, on at that bar, yeah. at that party. So I just now I'm curious though, because I don't, I can't, I really can't imagine a world where these two stay together past decision on decision day. I really can't, but I'm curious now if there's some, if because of all of this, there's some weird chance that they do. And I, I, by no means do I think they would remain together for very long, but I just wonder if there's some weird thing where like, well, now we've had this experience and we want to give it more time or something. I'm so curious now about that. Whereas before I thought that's never going to happen. I mean, I still don't think so though, but we'll see. I could see him, but again, I think it would be like a weird, I don't, I wish I knew therapy term but it's some weird role that he's playing as her protector you know that he tried to take on a hero complex or something yeah like something like that where i could to what you were just saying i could see him with no intentions of wanting to stay together long term saying yes on decision day to sort of finish out looking like the hero or something which would be really fucked up an Enrique Iglesias song that I really Baby. like. Really oh. like that song. Um, okay. Do you? Well, oh, yeah. You don't like it? I love it. I could put I mean, on some Enrique Iglesias and just really have a nice night. Well, I, I don't know if it would surprise you, but I have a hard time with words like babe. I can't, like, my ass puckers and I can't. <laughs> so, but it's nice, you know. Anyway. Even when he gets that, his, his Spanish accent and goes, you can. Take my breath away. You don't like oh, that? I like that. I love <laughs> I didn't know you could roll your R's. I uh, I don't really think I did. I mean, I think I tried. I think you did, and I think you succeeded. So oh, no, I like I go. like when you sing Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> I I've gonna, gonna go ahead and say you're the only one, just FYI. <laughs> but thank you. I think I just heard my husband just walk out the front door and lock himself out. <laughs> Um, uh, okay. Uh, Becca and Austin, this, this is yeah. a disaster. This is a, we have hit. What do you mean? Bottom. I only have five pages of notes on them. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I'm, I know. I saved them for last. Cause I know that we're not going to be able to get it all in, in a, in the reg- regular <sighs> amount of time. And we will obviously keep going on Patreon when we're done here. So 
only $7 a month and you can enjoy your life with us. Um, <laughs> John just heard me sing Enrique Iglesias and came in with wine. I just want everyone to oh, know. that's amazing. Uh, yeah. That was Pavlovian. Maybe he's hoping it, maybe he's hoping it gets better. Um, <laughs> first of all, when they <laughs> first revealed that Becca was at her place, at her apartment, the opening shot was like some guy on a bench by the lake. But it wasn't Austin. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I didn't I even know. see that. Oh, it was like some guy in like a beret. I don't know why it made me laugh so hard, but I just thought, oh, just some, you know, that's just the footage of a lake or something, <laughs> some sort of scene that they threw in there from somewhere around Denver. And it's definitely, it's not like Austin was down by the lake thinking about his life at all. It was definitely not him, and it really made me laugh. But um, uh. she, she is. At her apartment, and okay, there's a lot of crying from Becca this episode. She's definitely hit her uh, point with yeah, him, breaking point, and for sure, yeah. And I definitely understood it more when they were the, the whole team of experts were there. I mean, they had to call in everybody. I was waiting to see. I don't know, like the ones that are fired, the ones that aren't even. I was waiting to see uh, Doctor Viv, Do- yeah, Doctor Viv show up, and yeah. um. The one, the woman that got married to someone from the cast. Oh yes, that yeah. lady. She was good. I mean, they probably. Well, she she was method, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, um, the, the gift shop story was very oh. confusing. I see. I find I found it to be absolutely very telling because because to me this gift shop where Austin admittedly was buying trinkets he used the word trinkets which is only mm-hmm. second to tchotchkes and knickknacks <laughs> in my opinion uh, I love the word knickknacks I oh, fucking love it fuck it's yeah a good one. I mean but trinkets is up there I mean for this grown man to say he was at, at the wolf sanctuary just buying some trinkets Nothing to see here, guys. Just a couple trinkets wanted to take home with me. I thought that they're the, the opposite sides in which they both came at to the like experienced the situation was amazing. And I think it totally defines why they will never have deep penny. <laughs> okay, tell me more. Because okay. so he was, ba- she was trying to help him and he was mumbling and saying, mumbling under his breath, basically. And then he says that it was because he wanted his own bag. Is that what we're, so is that where we're at? But this is, this is what I took away. Like this, I feel like I have been, I've probably been both Becca and Austin in this wolf sanctuary trinket purchasing example. Okay, it really hit home for me because I really very much related to both of them. So his whole thing was he's he's buying his trinkets. The woman or the I don't know the person the cashier was helping him getting him a bag to put stuff in, and he's happy with his purchases. He's probably really excited. He can think of the little shelf he's going to put a couple of them on. And in that moment, uh, Becca says, "Oh no, no, no! Put it in this bag." Like she, pro- I picture her with like she probably walks around with a reusable bag, which my Mark does. He has a green one, and he always has it on him. At first, I thought it was annoying, but it's really come in handy. And so I picture 
she says, I'll oh, put it in here. And he's like, no, because in his head, he doesn't want this trinket to get smushed by this trinket. And he's happy with the bag that they're going to give him. And she's like, no, 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 we've got it. And he's like, Jesus Christ, just can we please just stop? You know, he doesn't he he felt like he was being told what to do. Like he had it under control. He was going to get the trinkets home safe and sound. Everything was perfect. But then from her end, she was just trying to help because she had a bag that was empty of trinkets and she wanted to help him. You know what I'm saying? They both are just, she just wants to help like smother, help headlock noogie, you know, and just like help him. And he's like, I'm a big boy. I just wanted, I know I got this because he rarely has this. Does any of that make sense to you? It makes so much sense now that you told me. <laughs> well, I don't I mean it make I just wish that you could have been in the room and been, hold up. Let me tell you what happened with the trinkets. <laughs> I got this. Because yes. now I understand. It it felt like it felt like she was probably just I, I mean, I got that part, right? That she's just trying to help and that he was like, I got it, no big deal. But the the all of the details that you have because you have I've been, been both of them both is uh is much more helpful and it is certainly was not about the trinkets we understand no, that no no it was about um it was about going to sleep in the NFL player's bed it yes. was about boy did Dr Pepper and Cal go what the fuck are you talking about with that they were oh, like come on boy yeah but you know. That's the thing is I I I understood I have understood we've all understood where um Becca has been coming from and I know that a lot of people think that she's pressuring him to have sex I I I believe that she's feeling rejected by him and it's not ju- it's not just like as Mary my Mary Bear would say about Penny full Penny right um right. and she's tried to make that clear however we as as it's been clear that Austin is at a point where now no matter what he does it's not going to be right or good he's so far retreated into his hole that he is never going <laughs> to find hers um <laughs> i like, i'm just very true yeah, it's so I mean he said it. I was glad that he communicated it, right? He he basically said I, I mean even when they said this is all fixable and he goes, "Is it?" Yeah. And um and although I completely understand where Becca is coming from and I get how hard it must be for her to feel that he's just not giving a, a, I mean I think him going to that NFL players bed like kind of showed you everything about him to me as as far as maturity wise and all that stuff right yeah yeah and and as she said why yes there was drinking involved but that's not an excuse why is he getting so wasted when he knows that we we're having these problems is he doing it to avoid it like all of that has been pretty much what we've been saying and understanding all along but I did feel more sympathy. I've always, I've, we've always said he seems like a nice guy. He just seems like he's not ready to be with someone like Becca, right? Yeah, he's not right there. She's just, she's more mature, more expressive with her emotions. She knows what she wants. And I think he's still kind of just, you know, let's go get some beers and whatever and see how it goes. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> bring your trinkets if you want. 
bring your trinkets and then you can smoke your, <laughs> then you can roast your marshes in hell when you get there. Yeah. <laughs> all that. Um, uh, so, but I did feel a lot of more, I guess, sympathy for the kind of pressure that I don't think is really only coming from Becca. I think it's, he's putting on himself too. And that yeah. happens. I'm a person that does that to myself too. So I get it. But this, I felt like at least they had a good conversation about it and that he was able to express that a little bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. And I, I mean, he can communicate and provide answers, certainly when asked, you know, I mean, I would say different from, from Brennan, you know, who just doesn't say shit ever. I think, I think Austin knows how he feels and he can express it if given patience and time to say it or whatever. I thought it was sort of interesting when uh, Becca said that when she, she feels like when the cameras go away, that she doesn't get the same, he's that that Austin's not asking for the same depth or connection that he does when the cameras are there. And then his response, I thought was very interesting. He said, just because it happens on camera doesn't mean it's, doesn't mean it's not real. And I, I feel like he probably is someone who who naturally does not have depth or emotion in the things he's going to say to her. So when he's prompted on camera, he means them. But when the cameras are away, he's going to be like, so what's your favorite taco again? You know, it's not going to. Yeah. But I think he I think in his mind, he's like, well, I said it. I said it earlier. And it in, in his it wasn't just for the TV show, even though it was for the TV show. I meant it. So that should be good enough, right? But then, to right. Her, and, uh, you know, and Becca's, I totally get where she's like, no, no, that's not enough. I need more, which is the reason why they are not a good match. Right. And that's a really good point that he um, is, is because now we've heard so much about Brennan being different on camera. And so now, of course, my suspicions are everywhere. I'm dead, and Orion too. I'm like, are they all like this? Austin, I don't know if he seems like the type of person that would try to connive or if he's just more like you said, it's it's almost like what Becca said it herself when she felt that he the first time he or when he apologized to her because a producer told him to. So it it's it's he's getting help from the experts and then he says the right thing on camera because he's able to be talking about it. Whereas when it's just the two of them, their communication just deteriorates and then yes. he and I think he does get exhausted by the filming and the talking and then is just kind of, it almost sounds like he's a bit shut off when it's not around, but that's kind of when they have a chance to build more connection. And so that's why she's getting so frustrated with it. It's just, I mean, these two, I do mean, we know why she had to have her foot up in the hot tub? No, I wonder What's going that on with all too. these injuries? Who's, what did, what happened to her? Do we miss it? I don't it? know. I don't know. We didn't catch it. Maybe it was, maybe she had a real moment when she was sick at the couple's retreat by herself and it was off camera. Yeah. I, I don't know. So. I yeah. mean, I just was, from what you were just saying, I hope that, um, I hope he writes a memoir about his experience and he calls it exhausting. And I know I've said it before. <laughs> 
but I just think I know, it's, but it's such so a good. fun play on words. I just really hope he's. I hope he can hear me right now because it's a great fucking idea. It really is, and his Instagram handle should be exhausting. And yes. <laughs> it is. I mean, they're both. They both. It's me. It's me exhausting. Whatever you need to do. Yeah. Um, but they both are exhausted, and I was exhausted by the end mm-hmm. of the episode. She can. You can definitely tell she's hit her her breaking point. Um, I thought what Cal, this was a good, a good, I want to give the credit for the experts because we haven't given them a ton this season. This was a good showing for them. Yes. Um, even though I could see Becca getting frustrated, uh, with feeling like they were almost giving Austin excuses. Um, but then, and they said, no, 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 we're asking questions. We're getting, basically they were like, we're getting information. Was the drinking involved? Yeah. She goes, that's not an excuse. She's like, no, it's not an excuse. It's a bad choice, but I needed a little, they needed to get the information here. Did he do this <laughs> dead ass sober? Did he say, right, right. you know, or, or what's going on here? Is he using alcohol to avoid now? Is that, um, and I, but I thought they handled all of that well. And I thought when Pepper, or was it Cal, Cal said that they don't trust each other and that they both need, and Pepper said they both need real assurance about desire and love. And and even Austin basically said he really wanted to work on those things. And she basically said, I'm really grateful for that because I haven't felt it. And I know my words aren't great right now. I know I'm emotional right now, Right. Yeah. So I thought that was a that was a good way to it was a good summation of what's going on. They don't they don't trust each other. He doesn't yeah. trust that she believes anything he's saying and she doesn't trust that he has romantic feelings for her or desires well, her or wants to do this. Yeah, and it but they've almost it's it's almost like it, they've kind of created the situation where they can't believe the other one because if she's thinking he's only saying things on camera that are the right things, even though he means them, she's skeptical whenever the cameras are there. And especially if she like, Oh, a producer had to prompt him to apologize to her about the NFL bed thing. But then he's the kind of guy though, where like the the producer probably wasn't prompting him because he's a dick and didn't mean it. And they were like, you got to make yourself look good. He just probably didn't even think of it. I just think people who are helping him, it truly is helping him do what he probably would want to do if he had the sense to do it himself, if that makes any sense. I mean, right. I, and then, she, and then he, he knows that everything he does now, she's going to question. So he's probably thinking why I'm not going to do it because then she's going to say, I'm just doing it because of the camera. I mean, it's like this, this, what's that? The snake that eats its tail thing? I forget. I don't know the name, but you know what I mean. Well, so, I don't either, but I agree with whatever it is. And um, but I was actually glad when they were talking in the hot tub um, when she said, and this is why I, I I really got her her breakdown this episode. It, it she summed it up at the end better for me, which was just when she said she's questioning herself a lot. Basically, yeah. if I am I being too sensitive when I bring things up, I'm starting to feel crazy. I'm starting to feel like, well, am I push? Am I pushing you too hard? Am I questioning? And I, she's questioning all her actions because of his reactions. And when she said, 
um, she said when he makes a step in intimacy, she has to believe it is because he wants to. So it was good to hear her say that because it kind of at least let us know when Austin said, sometimes I do try stuff and she doesn't believe it, that he was telling the truth, you know, right? right. that that there is this disconnect for him when he tries things that it's just at this point, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, she's, listen, she's at too little too late. That's where she is. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and it sucks because they're both nice people, but no. it's, it's, uh, this one is, I mean, talk about calling time of death. Time of death. I know, Sarah. I, I know. I definitely, I have a little bit, I'm a lot, I could talk for hours more to say about after party with, with Becca too. I thought she gave some oh. good insight. We'll have to. Yeah, we, uh, okay. Yeah. We've, we've kept the good folks here for the, for the amount of time that, um, we could probably keep you here. So now we're going to go over to Patreon and keep going for those of you that want to hear more thoughts, more insights. We didn't even really dive into some crazy shit that was said on after party and a lot more about them too. So, um, and everyone, so join us there if you can, $7 a month for bonus content as well as Sunday episodes. So you get a ton, a ton, a ton of material over there. And, um, and if you can't, uh, the one great way to support us is to hit us with the quick, just five stars on Apple, on Apple or, um, Hulu or not Hulu, Spotify, I believe is the other place that you can hit the five stars and even drop a, add a girls or something line. Yes. And uh, we will see you next Thursday. We're so close to decision day, but then we still have more episodes after that. So you'll oh. never not hear from us again. I have to get my beer helmet out of the attic for decision day. <laughs> uh, anyway, please and thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Bye. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?